0: You know I love a good cocktail. I love a good cocktail when I'm when I'm out. When I'm making them at home, there've been a lot of uh, you know we've been talking a lot about restaurants reopening, and uh, you know a lot of restaurants have bars and they do they do great things with them, but there are bars that haven't been open in a while, and they're hurting too. And uh, I wanted to, I saw this the other day, and I wanted to talk to these guys, and things, big news has changed for Cocktails for Hope. Uh, Julia Mamos is uh, with me, as well as Ian. So Ian, hello. Tell everybody what Cocktails for Hope is about.
1: Uh, Cocktails for Hope was an initiative that we started uh, about, uh, right after essentially May 20th, when the lockdown order happened before that. um, It's an initiative to essentially get cocktails to go for both delivery and take home orders to be allowed in Illinois for the longest time. It was uh, still actually considered illegal. It hasn't been signed into law just yet, but we've been advocating on behalf of bars and restaurants everywhere to provide them with a revenue lifeline that they so desperately need because they've been locked out of being able to serve their customers.
0: Uh, Julia joins us now. Uh, Julia, sorry to uh, sorry for the uh, technical difficulties before. Thanks for uh, thanks for being on. Uh, Ian was just telling us the background of cocktails for hope. Big news this weekend. When I when I uh, scheduled to talk to you guys on Friday, things were very up in the air whether this was going to happen. What was the big news out of Springfield?
2: Yes, so I'm so excited that we get to share this amazing news with you today. Thank you for having us. The news out of Springfield is that with a unanimous vote of 56 to 0, the bill passed through the Senate. And then with a majority vote in favor of 104 to 6, we also passed through the House as well, meaning that we are just on the cusp of being able to legally sell cocktails to go in Chicago and the rest of Illinois
0: and the the governor has said he is going to sign this so it's not a matter of if now it's just a matter of when it gets to his desk and when he actually signs it uh, let's what does this mean for the the average bar the corner tavern or the you know we know breweries have been able to sell growlers and things like that but this is this is different
2: Exactly. So so many establishments have been essentially cut out of the to-go market because they don't have food to sell to-go or perhaps they aren't set up with taps of kegs of beer to be able to participate in growler sales. And so they really have just been shut down waiting and hoping to be able to be open again and what this means for them is that they can now open for to go practices and thus safely continue to practice social distancing while also bringing in critical revenue into their businesses.
0: So Ian this is a little different because some restaurants have been selling like cocktail kits where you can either get just the ingredients or you can get an actual a bottle of booze and then the ingredients. These are these are pre-made cocktails right? So if I call if I call a place that uh, is just a bar and i know they make man they make a great manhattan over at this bar these will be the actual pre-made cocktail that i can just when i get home or when it's delivered to me i can just open it and drink it
1: right that's absolutely correct and that makes a massive difference to the bar because the margins on those are much much higher it it makes the difference between survival and bankruptcy for many of them when you take a look at the margins on a bottle of gin or just the mixer you're only making a couple of dollars per sale and transaction but when you take a look at the entire profit made off of a bottle of gin that's transformed into 16 cocktails you're looking at hundreds of dollars of profit there that can be the lifeline for the bar all
0: right uh... Julia, is this is this something that uh, you have to have a restaurant? If I'm if I'm just a bar, can I can I participate in this, or do I have to be, uh, you know, like some places? It's well, you have to have x amount of food to serve mm-hmm. liquor.
2: That is an amazing question. So we are thrilled to share that there is no food requirement attached to the sale of to-go cocktails in Illinois, meaning that. Every single bar can participate in this. Our favorite local dive bars and pubs are more than welcome to join in. And the, the rules are strict enough to enforce safety and yet open enough to allow everyone to participate. All
0: right, give us some of those rules, Julia, because I know, you know, you hear this, oh, there's just going to be cocktails delivered everywhere. And I know every 19-year-old <laughs> just went, woohoo. what's the number?
2: Right, exactly. <laughs> uh, so a critical point is, the the safety of all Illinoisans, and also for bars and restaurants that we work within the law. And one of those things is not serving minors. And a critical part of this is that all people serving these drinks, whether at the curbside for pickup or driving the cars, are to be employees of these establishments and thus hold basset certification. Therefore, be certified to safely serve check IDs. And follow the laws that comes to serving alcohol. The other thing is, as it pertains to the packaging of these cocktails, we're not throwing some margaritas into solo cups and delis and sticking <laughs> a straw in them, right? But we. <laughs> You can do that when you're at home. Yes. But what what this law is, is that the cocktail must be in a rigid container. So again, very flexible here. It could be a glass bottle. It could be a hard plastic bottle. But that there's some form of tamper-evident or tamper-proof sealing going on, whether around the cap of the bottle, Mm -hmm. such as shrink wrap, or even placing in one of those, like, duty-free or wine-to-go bags, with tape sticker applied.
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> are you hearing from, uh, I mean, if uh, if I'm a big establishment, it'll be a little easier for me to make this adjustment. Are you hearing from smaller places? Uh, what are the challenges that they, one, it's great news, but with great news comes different hurdles that you have to get over. What are you hearing from some of the smaller establishments?
2: Certainly, there have been a number of questions in regards to, what am I allowed to use as a container? Okay. And also what constitutes a sealed tamper-proof container? So we at Cocktails for Hope are actually putting together a webinar uh, for this week. We're aiming for Wednesday, and there will be posts about that on our social media via Facebook or on Instagram. People can follow us at, at Cocktails for Hope, and also we'll be posting on our website as well.
0: And that website is cocktailsforhope.org. Uh, Ian, if I'm ordering a dinner through Grubhub and I'm like, oh, well, I'm getting my food from this place, but I really like the drinks from this place, am I going to be able to uh, take advantage of it that way?
1: So, what we're making sure is this is all about uh, first-party delivery. So, the restaurant has to be the one to deliver the cocktails, and we know this will be an inconvenience for some, but this will really be a benefit to the restaurants because they're losing a lot of their margins to these delivery services to begin with. So, all of that profit would go directly to the restaurant. But it also ensures the safety of both the recipient and the restaurant themselves one of the things that's critical to making this successful is that safety is considered throughout the process and that's something we looked at at all 26 other states that have done this so far like what's been successful where have they have had issues and that's one of the primary concerns was third-party delivery as much as we wanted to have that as part of this bill we had to essentially uh, concede on that just to make sure that safety was primary in the uh, end of bill
0: and to uh, to piggyback, I know I made a joke when Julia said putting it in a solo cup with a lid. Another one of the rules for this is when you go and they're doing curbside pickup, the the beverage has to be placed somewhere out of reach of the driver. That's part of that's part of the deal too.
1: Absolutely. We do not want to be encouraging drunk driving or enabling another opportunity for that. It, so again, it's all about safety and making sure that the drink gets from point A to point B completely unopened.
0: You know what I like about this uh, Cocktails for Hope thing, other than the fact that I'm, you know, going to be able to help these bars? It was one thing that both sides of the aisle could agree on. Everybody wants a cocktail. Doesn't matter if you're Republican, Democrat. It's like, I-, I need an old-fashioned. Absolutely. Were you, supp- <laughs> were you surprised at how, uh, at how how easily it seemed And maybe it's only easy from the outside. I'm sure there was a lot. there. There, I know there was a lot of work that went into it. But with the vote, the way it came out, it seemed like yeah, okay, this is something that uh, everybody agreed we needed to help these small businesses.
2: Absolutely. The overwhelming bipartisan support that we received on this truly demonstrates how important this is for businesses in Illinois. And honestly, we couldn't have done this without the amazing support of Representative Lindsay LaPointe, Senator Feigenholz, Representative Butler and so many others who who joined in very early on and became advocates for us, not only helping to write the bill, but also calling their fellow representatives and senators and getting them on board with this. So it truly was a team effort in every way.
0: Now, we know it's starting now because of the COVID-19 pandemic. There's There's no end for this, right? It's not like, well, we're going to do this through the end of the year and then it's going to stop at this point. This seems like it's going to be something that will go on as long as it's successful and safe.
1: We hope that's the case. So right now, there is a one-year sunset in the bill. But we're hoping that uh, if we do this successfully and restaurants abide by the, uh, the safety policies, that we can continue this going forward. We really think this is going to be a vital lifeline for the restaurants for the foreseeable future. We're not going back to normal anytime soon, and we don't think that even within a year this will have been outplaced by the revenue line. So we would love to see this continue as long as we possibly can. But uh, in Chicago, we're going to have to, in Illinois, we're going to have to prove that we, uh, we can handle this. <laughs> we can keep uh, serving safely. So uh, we really hope that people look at the, the bill and that they follow the uh, the safety precautions we've built into this. And that way, we can all enjoy our cocktails. All
0: right, so we have to act like grown-ups. That could be a challenge for some, but it is a <laughs> it is a worthwhile cause. If you have any questions about any of this, you can go to cocktailsforhope.org, or on Instagram. It was at cocktailsforhope. Is that correct? Correct. All right. Julia Mimosa and uh, Ian Craft. thank you so much. Congratulations on the big victory. Congratulations to all the uh, bars and restaurants that now hopefully will get to uh, reap the benefits of this bill that uh, has been passed. And we just hope the governor, you know, maybe they, uh, maybe they hand it to him with his evening cocktail so we can sign it. We can get this thing cracking right away. <laughs> I love well, thank that. Thank you so much for having us. All right. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Take care. Uh, cocktailsforhope.org. So this, that's, that's great news. You know, you got a place. You're like, oh, I, I love the margaritas from this place. Now you'll be able to get one. That's that's terrific. If that's your if that's your jam.